0: You're listening to the Plugged In Podcast, presented by the Institute for Energy Research. To find out more about our work, visit our website at instituteforenergyresearch.org. Welcome to the Plugged In Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Stevens. Today is March 31st, 2020, and joining me over the phone to discuss the stimulus bill that was passed in response to COVID-19 is IER's Director of Policy, Kenny Stein. Kenny, how's it going today?
1: Doing well, working from home.
0: Yeah, the uh, drive into DC this morning, I think I'm the only person in town uh, here, so <laughs> a little weird. Uh, let's just start by, I guess, explaining to our listeners uh, what happened last week. And uh, I guess we could start with last weekend, which would have been March 21st and 22nd. Uh, Democrats and Republicans had gotten together and had tentatively worked out a deal uh, that would have sent money directly to Americans and provide more money to hospitals. And uh, I don't think we need to go through all the details of what they had sort of worked out there. But um, I think it's safe to say that what was in place was sort of a reasonable response to the COVID-19. By Sunday night of that weekend, the deal had fallen apart as uh, Democrats led by Nancy Pelosi announced that they're going to introduce their own version of the bill. So why don't we start with what transpired that weekend, and then um, just talk about what it ended up making it into the uh, the House version of the bill?
1: Right. So, what what was going on last weekend was they were negotiating with their what's been called the phase three of the sort of coronavirus relief uh, effort. The first couple were, you know, money money for testing and money for the CDC, and this was sort of the The economic support for all the, you know, all the businesses that have been closed down people that are getting laid off because of the stay at home orders in various states. So it was a pretty urgent issue and there was bipartisan agreement that, you know, we need, we need to do something as quickly as possible. So all weekend you had Senate Democrats and Senate Republicans huddled together basically every waking hour negotiating uh, you know what where they were gonna go with all this stuff. Like as you said, there's direct payments to Americans, there's loans for small businesses, uh, loans for larger businesses, money for hospitals, money for airlines, money for state governments that are spending all this money. There's, there's pretty broad agreement about, you know, the content, but the you know the details were being fought over and, you know, the line items. But by Sunday night they, they'd come to a bipartisan agreement, both Senate Democrats, Senate Republicans. Uh, but speaker Pelosi uh rolled in. Uh she had been at recess the previous week. Uh she rolled in Sunday and announced that, you know what, I don't like the deal you put together. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it up and I'm gonna do my own bill. Which, you know, as as I was saying, this the like there was the one thing that there was truly complete bipartisan agreement on is that we need to do this is something we need to do quickly. Like people we just saw the latest jobs numbers last, last year, millions of people have been laid off. Uh you know Businesses, multiple states are in near shutdown. So I something don't think it was urgent. Sure. Uh, and particularly we have April 1st so is coming up just tomorrow and people, you know, companies have rent, individuals have rent to pay and they've just lost their incomes. They've just lost their, their customers. So it was time was of the essence. Um, but Speaker Pelosi, uh, had a different attitude and, it seems like she sort of took this as this was another 2009 after the financial crash and she was going to uh get some of her pet projects funded as part of this emergency relief bill which if you, if you think back to 2009 that you recall what became known as stimulus there was almost a trillion dollars of but well, at the time it was supposed to be shovel ready projects turned out it was not. It was a lot of a lot of spending for, but basically a lot of pork for a lot of uh, whoever, whatever members of Congress got their special interests in. And so the bill that Nancy Pelosi roll, rolled out uh, Monday was looked a lot like that 2009 type stimulus. It was it was basically the Democratic Party's um, campaign platform for November. It was spending money on. Um, community development block grants. There was an extension of wind and solar tax credits in there. There was uh, money for the Kennedy Center. There was money for the National Endowment for the Arts. It was it was just like money kind of spraying money to everybody. Um, and it wasn't clear that any of it really was connected to the immediate issue that we have of people being out of work, businesses being forced to close by the government. So. It was actually even even for you know as cynical a politician as nancy Pelosi it was it was pretty outrageous that she completely blew up this truly bipartisan agreement uh because there wasn't enough pork in there for for her members and for uh you know her various her various friends,
0: sure, and you know the striking thing was that many of the things that were included in the bill were things that in a normal sort of legislative environment they probably wouldn't even bring to the floor or anything it was uh really seemed opportunistic in a way that um that even somebody who tends to be sort of cynical about uh government things certain certain, certainly uh pretty pretty astonishing
1: right that's what's so amazing yeah and we say we say the the wind and solar tax credit. i mean that's been a policy fight that's been going on for years it's been going back and forth and it congress hasn't been willing to pass it so suddenly Suddenly she sees this opportunity, and you you think about uh, emergency. This was supposed to be an emergency relief bill, and but we're talking about extending wind and solar tax credits for several years. Like what what emergency does that deal with? Uh, it it was it was remarkably cynical, and particularly because as I said, we were we there was the deadline here was trying to get people and businesses help by April first to 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 frankly to make rent, and. Every day then was of the essence, and because because of what Nancy Pelosi did by blowing up this agreement, and she did her own bill on Monday, uh, but then there was this uh, hail of criticism towards her. Even even her normally friends, normal friends in the media, joined in on some of this criticism, and she had to back down because it was it was so cynical. There was it was just a pure pork bill. She, had, she eventually backed down and. Claimed that oh well this was this bill was just for negotiation and you know I just was you know you know mealy mouth stuff but uh, the upshot was that the bill the legislation itself didn't actually finally get passed all through Congress until Friday this was five days of delay uh, purely because Nancy Pelosi wanted more pork for her special interests.
0: Yeah. So the bill that was eventually passed on Friday, um, as you said, a lot of the energy and the renewable tax credits and this stuff didn't make it in. Do uh, You just want to comment about uh, what was actually in the bill that was passed on Friday. And um, then just looking forward, I know there's talks about further rounds of stimulus. Um, looking ahead, sure. uh, you know, since it, they were willing to use this sort of negotiation strategies they want to call it um right. here you know certainly these things aren't completely off the table so do you just want to talk a little bit about what we have to pay attention to looking forward
1: right well what ultimately ended up in the bill was not it was basically the same agreement they had sunday night <laughs> there there was direct payments for individuals now some of the, the exact formula for that was tweaked a little bit which i i think actually to the better uh there was the there was an unemployment insurance plus up but that was in the bill on sunday even though the details were changed a little by friday the small business loans were the same the money for hospitals was still in there the money for air uh, airlines uh the the lending facility for large businesses was still in there honestly the 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 final deal on friday was basically the deal that was on sunday which only exposes how the the ridiculousness of what speaker pelosi did dragging things out the whole week now there are a couple things in there that got tweaked and that got thrown in there. Uh, things like there was money for the Kennedy Center and some of the things for the National Balance of the Arts. Some of these silly things did make it in there, uh, but most of the worst things, and for uh, our purposes in particular, the the energy the energy issues were left out of the final bill as they should have been to begin with, frankly. Um, but that doesn't mean that the these same folks have given up. The the wind and solar lobbies uh, have. Basically announced that the, this any the next uh, supposed phase four uh, bill that people are already starting to talk about passing. Uh, the wind and solar folks want their tax credits in there. They want handouts for them. Uh, the, the supporters of the Green New Deal are starting to walk around saying that this is a perfect opportunity to, you know, eliminate fossil fuels and to reorient the economy. And this is the time for the Green New Deal. And so. That is, that is a very real danger coming up here, uh, if, if a phase four package is passed. And given that, given that we keep extending the deadlines here for, uh, the shutdowns and the, and, uh, stay at home orders and that sort of stuff, uh, there, there is a very real danger that Congress is going to come back and try and pass, uh, you know, get more money out the door to try and help people. And that becomes an opportunity for, Uh, the special interest to attach everything they can imagine uh, on it going out the door. Like this, this time, this phase three, it was, everyone felt the urgency and felt it was a true emergency. And that is why Speaker Pelosi had to back down on, on all these goodies that she wanted. But the next time round, I think they're going to feel less, less of a frantic energy. And that's going to be when the pork really starts piling up when the lobbyists really earn their keep uh, to get all their clients Uh, some free money from the government.
0: It's a point a lot of people on our staff have sort of made is just the 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 point of you know don't don't let a crisis go to waste. Uh, People tend to act very opportunistically during crises and the uh, uh, history has sort of shown that even temporary measures once the crisis has sort of receded when uh, when things go back to normal they roll back some things but the uh, the growth of the size and scope of government always seems to be ratcheting forward. Right. And uh, well, that's the
1: joke. There's there's nothing there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. Right. Exactly. It, yeah. It's it's sort of a joke, but it's also a very real commentary on the way government works.
0: Do you think you could see like a shift in strategy where maybe they might suggest? things as temporary or use that language um they might shift towards more short-term strategies and then just sort of expect that when this pandemic hopefully wraps up that we just all sort of forget about it and then you know we're we're left with uh significant policy changes in the energy space
1: well that's i think that's certainly the danger and the tax credit situation is is the perfect example uh Wind, the wind PTC was a temporary tax credit starting back in the 1990s, it was going to be temporary and it has been extended over and over and over again. It's still with us today, 25 years later, this temporary tax credit and the, the, with the solar, the solar ITC has been extended in a similar way. And a lot of the, one of the the big discussion points uh, for inclusion uh, in addition to wind and solar are Electric vehicle tax credits, or even tax credits for battery storage. So, and those are entirely new. Well, the electric vehicle tax credit is existing, but it's capped. But the battery storage tax credit doesn't exist. But here's the thing: once you once you create that, they may say, "Oh, for two years," but it's going to keep getting extended. And that's 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 the danger here: is that they're going to not just extend old bad policy, which you know we continue to fight against, but they're going to create new programs and new subsidies that once they have a constituency are almost impossible to eliminate and that's that's what we're talking about with the the way government ends up being a one-way ratchet you know you go back all the way this started as late as the you know world war one Woodrow wilson did this expanded the size of the government uh to respond to the war and then it never shrank uh it happened in the depression uh you know it happened in world war two this this is the way the way things go so it's it's more important than ever to 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 be thinking about that history when we're talking about anything that goes into the next phase of legislation because it's it shouldn't be thought of nothing should be in this next bill should be thought of as temporary it should all be assumed that it'll keep getting extended and that's the way we should approach it, it should, this is when you're talking about a tax credit that's not relief for a pandemic pandemic the, the pandemic relief what we're talking about right now is is short term it's literally it's helping a small business keep its employees on the payroll, uh, so that the so that when the pandemic ends, the business can reopen and survive. Like that, that's a very short-term thing. A, a tax credit, a tax credit for anybody, does not help with pandemic relief because you can't claim a tax credit until you know a year, year and a half from that. So that's not that's not pandemic relief. So th- I think it's important to be thinking about all these policies that they're talking about these green new deal policies all these tax credits all these subsidies those that they're not about the pandemic this is about those are all opportunistic it's about they're looking forward as a way to uh, expand government support for these particular industries that uh they you know they either have a, they have a stake in or their friends have a stake in or they just have an ideological fixation
0: on sure it's certainly all calls to mind james madison warning against uh, the old trick of turning every contingency into a resource for growing government so uh, i think we'll leave it there but uh guest today has been kenny stein kenny thanks for taking the time to talk to me yeah
1: thank you